This is professional radio, gentlemen. And it's front wheel drive. Scotty, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. Da, da, da. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? ACSN there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and because it's not a supercar. But it is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Car Talk. It is Tuesday night here on 8.9 Northwest FM. Live online with Mr. David Prince, Mr. Edward Bunting, Mr. Alum Deep Singh, all the way from Canberra with the ScoMo and Albanese and, and all. all and now we got the India band. That's the the next new piece of coverage. The country <laughs> I was born in. You're not allowed to come to Australia if you're from India anymore. I think that's the most yeah. recent development. Even that's... if you're Australian in 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 and in India, I don't think you're allowed to come to Australia. No, you're not because, well, things are pretty bad over there. I guess. I mean, I can understand the reasoning. I also, my heart does go out to those stuck there, though. So, I definitely don't envy their position. Not at all. It is pretty diabolical there at the moment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's uh, pretty bad, and hopefully it'll get better. And, uh, you know, they are providing vaccines, hopefully, again. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. That's the, the best policy so far. Maybe one day. We can do uh, an India special of uh, the car scene in India. Oh, that'd, that'd, that'd be brilliant. Good. I think we've all uh, all seen that video of uh, uh, car modification in India, yes. in which uh, a Suzuki Baleno ends up having scissor doors. It's, it's uh, amazing. Uh, among wow. other things. It's amazing. I was like the Peugeot ad that went around a few years ago. Oh, yeah, that was a lovely Peugeot ad. That was the, that's probably one of the best car ads still for me. <laughs> it, was the, it was a 206, wasn't it? I think, I think it was, yeah. yeah. And, um, uh, he made it out of, out of a, uh, was it a, a, an ambassador? It, it would have been an ambassador, yeah. yeah. Just an ambassador, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely love that. Good. Uh, it was a definitely, definitely one up there in my top five probably car ads. Uh, not a great car, but damn good ad. So, it's a whole other subject too, is a whole other topic. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Well, let's get into. We've got a lot to cover tonight. We've got uh, Sakura picnic. Um, what happened there? We've also got uh, car updates, but also towards the end of the show, well, the, the the main part of the show, the main topic for tonight is weird '80s cars that probably the weirdest of the '80s cars that that we kind of like or don't like or, or just just kind of appreciate really. Um, so. Let's get into some car updates first and foremost. Alum Deep, any new uh, drive-through developments? No, no. Uh, I've stayed out of that Porto drive-through. Thank you very much. Those poor wheels. Uh, <laughs> it's only the one room. It's only the one room. The rest of them can be sold for whatever the retail price is. Yesterday, it actually uh, rained quite heavily. It was a bit of a, a storm here in Canberra. Uh, I think there was actually a storm late in Melbourne as well. And I decided to go out for a bit of a rain ride. Uh, you could say I needed some fuel. I decided to go up to the, the Costco near the airport. It was only about uh, 15, 20 odd minutes. Um, and uh, there was, I think it was overall having the all-wheel drive, everything else, it was a lovely ride. Like there were a few patches of uh, water here and there that, you know, did get a bit squirrely, but the light show was, I think, the most amazing part. There were uh, like generally when you consider a, a bit of lightning, like you, it's usually a flash. But there was a couple of um, uh, 
I guess we'll call it prongs of lightning that were coming out through the sky. For an entire second, it was as bright as daylight. Well, wow. you could see everything, and then the prongs of lightning obviously above you, like there was at least four or five prongs just going upwards. Um, it was quite a, I don't know, like I enjoy storms. I don't like to be out if I'm, you know, not with coverage in them. But um, you know, I, I quite enjoyed that ride. And on the um, exit to, to the uh, airport area, it's a big old loop with an advisory of 45 kilometers an hour, um, but a speed limit of 70 kilometers an hour. And um, you bet your, well, I was going the speed limit, I think. Were uh, you? And it it started to lose a bit of traction. Like that was that was, I think, the limit of traction. Like raining down, pouring, 70 k's an hour at a bend. And that was, I think, the point where the car was about to say, "Hey, we're uh, we're going to go." Silly now. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I I settled down after that. Um, but it was it was a nice it was a nice ride. And uh, the the folks are having a ceramic coating. The car got clean rather than dirty. <laughs> nice. I like um I like driving in the rain, Alan. It's just like you know you like sleeping in a tent in the rain. As long as you're warm and dry, it's lovely. Exactly. It's just when you have to get out, that's a bit of trouble. Hmm. But until you have to get out, it's, it's a great time to put the heater on a little bit. Yeah. Um, I've got my audio book going, you know, just, just, yeah. It's very satisfying driving in the rain and being nice and dry. It is. <laughs> we are joined by the one and only Scotty Johnson. He's just jumped on. Scotty. What's up, people? We're doing car updates now. What's going on with your car? You couldn't make it to Sakura. Mm, I'm still wondering what's going on. Tell us. It's... Very bad, Scott. I was expecting you to be there. David wanted to get a photo with you. It was, <laughs> you know, it was a real letdown. I had my, um, what is it, the headshots ready to sign them and autograph them for you all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Scott Johnson, you mean from Car Talk, Scott Johnson. Whoa. <laughs> I'm in person. So, so, so the shoe is on the other foot now. Scotty's having to explain a breakdown, has he? Yeah. So, it's still, how's it feel? Still kind of drives, but yeah, I don't know. The temp gauge just had a massive hissy fit. Um, and so I thought, oh, I wonder if it's just having a hissy fit or I started thinking, have I just lost all my coolant? Because, you know, many years ago it happened to me. Uh, had a look. There was still coolant in there. There was no leaks. I'd quickly checked the dipsticks if there was any uh, milk shaking happening. That's always scary. Um, That was okay? That was okay. Um, Still seems to be getting too hot or overheating, but it only happened when I'm not moving. Mm. So when you're moving, fine. When you're not moving, not fine. Yeah, it seems to... The gauge seems to get up to its temperature very, very fast. I reckon water pump could be. Yeah, if it's if it's not if it's not really um, circulating properly, or if it's been <coughs> logged up, or I mean, when was the towing belt and stuff done uh, recently? Don't know. Is water pump like I, I've t- I tried to drive an old Rover two thousand from Oakley back towards Malvern years ago without the water pump working. And I just made it, and it was a coldish day. But um, yeah, that, that 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 would cause it to get very hot very quickly. Otherwise, you sort of got to, you know, most other symptoms, you'd, you'd wait a bit before it got to that nuts level. 
Mm. Have you felt the radiator hoses and the radiator, like see if there's cold spots, warm spots or anything? Yeah, no, that seems all fine. I took it for a bit of a drive the other, uh, just after work, like yesterday or the day before. No, yesterday. Yesterday was Monday. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, and then I just let the car just sit there and sat at home for a bit. It didn't move. It stayed the same. So I don't know what it's doing. Is the overflow is the overflow bottle bubbling? Because if it's bubbling, no. okay, then that, that's, that, that's a good sign. That's not a head gasket sign. So that's a good sign. Yeah, uh, not bubbling. And this just started to do it all of a sudden. It wasn't like you've sat the car for six months and haven't driven it. Nope. It's my daily. It's driven perfect, every day. Perfect, perfect. And then one day, boom. Yeah. I just looked down and the temperature gauge just like, no, that's not normal. Because usually it sits just below halfway. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I'll just, yeah, driving it. Then I looked, I just kind of caught my eye because all of a sudden I just see it going, boom, just climbing all the way up. Mm. And then kind of came back down a bit. Started driving and then it came back down and lowered back down. But it hasn't done it since. Either it'd be a fan. It done it since. I, th- I think it'd be, it could be a fan. It could be a, even a, um, uh, your like it's called your coolant temperature sensor, or it could like you know that's not telling the car to, to switch the fans on, or it could be that could be the one of the relays off the, for the fans that telling it. If it, if it hasn't done it since, I don't think it's anything mechanical. I think it's more likely just like Matt said, an electronic something or other. Yeah, electrical, and yeah. it's hard to pick up on it because my drive to work is pretty short. Yeah, you know, I'm just driving from one side of summary to the other. It's like what, ten minutes. So it's just a 10-minute drive and then 10-minute drive home. So that doesn't really get much time to heat up. Mm. And it's not stop-start. I mean, you drove it recently, like in the holidays, 500K to there and 500K back, and, and it was fine. So, you, I mean, it, it's it, you, you haven't really had any issues with this car. It's been, it's been pretty bulletproof. Um, yeah. Which kind of makes me think maybe it's just something electrical, like a, like a you know, like a like a like a coolant sensor or something that's just 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 saying well you know how you going? Um, I mean they're usually pretty cheap. You know, they're usually about thirty bucks. Uh, you can get like a Trident one, and they they're pretty good. And just just I mean whack yeah. that in. Like I'll probably I'll probably start with that. Uh, but you can you can also test them as well. So you can also kind of just pull them out, uh, put them in hot water, and put them in cold water, and see if the if the uh, frequencies on the back because uh, it should give different readings. And if oh it's, okay. If it's not doing that, then um, then that's probably uh, it's probably on its way. Yeah, so, and and, and, that, and that can cause all sort of sorts of issues, which which people didn't realize. Like it can, can it can cause like cars to run lean because if the cars you know, if, if it might it might make it it might pull pull fuel or or pull timing um, because you know saying oh it's too hot or it's too cold. If it's you know and it, and it can also not not trigger things like turning your fans on. So it, it can. Could definitely be something something like that so i i would definitely personally get that checked yeah i just gotta spend a bit more time with the with the laptop plugged in because i can read all those sensors and stuff yeah that's a good idea the subaru so yeah and then i had a problem with the stupid laptop <laughs> not 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 this one that i'm using now but it's my one i used to use for uni so usually when it's on and as soon as i might knock it or just move it it freezes and I have to turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. don't check the sensors with that laptop. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to get the program and install it on this one here. All yeah. these, Scott, are the reasons why you didn't get to secure a picnic. All of yep, these. It was just nightmare. 
David Prince was waiting there. He was like, yeah, he's like was, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to meet Scotty. You know, I said, to, tell Scotty, was, if you see him and I don't see him, ring me. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. He did say that. Scotty, you see, see, see how much out of all the people David wanted to meet that day, no one else. He just wanted to meet you. <laughs> I feel so special. <laughs> and this is, this is, you know, uh, we have to write this on your permanent record of you missing meets last time. You had to well, it wasn't entirely your fault, but you did go home on us when it was the big old cancelled DFO meet. That was you trash. I'm we, running, we, we, from we now on, that, I'm only going to proper meets. I'm we turned going that to... into a lovely evening, did we not, <clears throat> I'm not going to <laughs> crappy, dodgy meets like that anymore. I'm going to proper ones. We are joined by the one and only Adrian DiGiorgio, who's, who has the, the product of Sunday returned. Uh, he is... He is. Um, he was there that night, and it was a good night. But he would have had. Scotty would have had a good time, but but Scotty wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, Scotty wasn't there. No, but Scotty, we'll have to um, make sure your car's up and running. But how are you, Adrian? Hi. How you doing? I'm back. <laughs> good no, to see you. Dude. How is everybody? Good mate, yourself. Good. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm back. Do you have any car updates, Adrian? Uh, has your Has your M3 broken yet? No, it hasn't actually. Very good. <laughs> Surprising. No. Oh Jesus! What, what do I start with? Like that's the hard part. Went on a big trip with my boys. It was good fun. Uh, we went up to Wangaratta, then to Bright. Up to Falls Creek, back down Falls Creek, uh, over Hotham and to Lakes Entrance, and then back home. Good nice. thousand kilometer drive. It was nice. fun. All in the M3. All in the, the mighty M3. What? And, <laughs> and, <laughs> now, I will admit, I did have one little hiccup, but that was not the car's fault. It did take three weeks. But... It, no, no. <laughs> No, no, it was not the car's fault. It was actually my fault. It was user error. What did you do? So, long story short, when two of us went up uh, to Falls Creek, because we'd never been, two of us, uh, two of my mates decided to stay in Bright and ride mountain bikes. That was already the first you know, stuff up. But anyway, um, so we started going up uh, Mount Beauty, and that was Awesome trip, absolutely loved it. Had the top down, oh, it, it was just phenomenal. Then we're like, oh, we're only forty minutes from Falls Creek, and you know the guys won't be back for a while, so we'll just go up Falls Creek. So I went, we went all the way up. We took some photos. It was really awesome up there. Um, and then we get a phone call up there. One of my mates, um, of course, calling about the other one. He's gone to hospital. And we're like, oh shit, what's happened? And he's like, don't know. He's just gone to hospital. What? So we jump in the cars, and I gotta say, some of the sketchiest driving I've ever done was on that road. Absolutely flooring it down. I was losing my uh, mate in his limb. Uh, like I was starting to lose him. That's how fast we're going through the corners. <laughs> One of the corners, the brakes decided to not work as well as they should have. And I almost went off the edge, so that was not fun. <laughs> but I had to change oh. down a gear and just like throw it into the corner and hope for the best. And M3s are good at that. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> I get back for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, then halfway down the mountain, 
the brake fluid boiled. And oh. I had very minimal brakes. So it was a very sketchy drive on the way back down. Got to the hospital that was in Bright, and turns out all he did was broke his arm. So the guy who called us, I, I was flipping shit at him because I'm like, I almost died coming back because you said he's in hospital. He didn't tell us what was happening. So anyway, only issue I had was the brakes boiling because I'd never changed the fluid in it. So again, my fault. Um, and I may or may not have five liters of oil that went all over the boot. Oh no! The the um, the bottle of oil flung around because we're going that quick, and oh. it got stuck in the side of the boot, and it hit the cap, and the cap oh, uh, may have broke. Gross. As Why it was oil? facing down, so I Felt spent lovely for years to come. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. It's not so, going to uh, rust in that area. Oh, the boot's never rusting. I can tell you that much. It went everywhere. Oh, that makes so, me... That's the, one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yep. So I've got, I went through... like cause I went and pulled up to the hospital. It was like a little bit up on the hill. So when we're going back to the car, because they brought his clothes um, in his bag just in case for him to take it. And I'm looking at the boot and I'm seeing like little drip marks out of it. Like, oh God, and my car's leaking oil from the wrong yeah. end. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, okay, the car's leaking something, but why is it coming out of the boot? I'm like, oh no, there was oil in there. I open it up and everything is soaked. Oh. And I'm like, oh no. So I spent four hours, I think it was, with, I think I had four or five rolls of uh, paper toweling, the greaser, just cleaning everything up. And then when we went to Lake's entrance and we stayed there for a bit, because it was concrete as well, just there was drip marks on the concrete there too. <laughs> this car's going to be leaving a trail uh, for the next 10 years. I copped it. But when I got back home, I cleaned it all out properly, so it's not leaking anymore. Just, yeah, I was so, just so Gross. angry. Gross. But, but in saying that, I had one of the best times I've ever had in a car um, driving up and down Falls Creek, and I had even more fun and sketchier time uh, going up Hotham. So, for those of you that haven't gone to Hotham, one side is very steep and very windy, and the other side is uh, quite flat and you know, not as windy. Um, it's not steep, nothing. So, luckily, we went up the steep side because, again, had no brakes. So, <laughs> Going up was a lot easier, um, and it was bucketing down with rain. So we're like, oh, this is exciting. <laughs> so climbing up the hill, we're going about 30 k's an hour, and then out of nowhere, uh, I think we got into the clouds because um, we could not see. I had fog lights on in front, my fog light in the rear, the mate um, that was behind. So we had three of us that um, continued on the trip. It was my car, my um, mate's 34 GTT, and the lib wagon. And as we're all like cruising up the mountain, as I said, it was just, um, couldn't see anything. Cruising up, cruising up, caught up to a van. So like we're staying behind him. He was like my buffer. If I saw him fall off, don't go that way. <laughs> um, but we got to a part where he slammed his brakes on. So I'm like, oh shit, I've got to slam my brakes on. So I try and stop a bit, 
managed to stop the car. Um, and there was on the side of the road, there was, I think it was four four wheel drives and a wagon all completely set up for snow four wheel driving and all that stuff. We're like, we don't know why they stopped. So we just kept going, got to the top of the mountain and it's all clear. So we ate lunch and all that come back out. And as we come outside, we look around and it's, it, it was one of the best sights I've seen. All snow everywhere. And all you see is four-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, SUVs, uh, wagons, everything set up for snow, and three of us in sports cars. <laughs> <laughs> is there, any, there was snow on the top of Hotham? A little bit of snow, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, there, there was a little bit. It was, it was that cold. Honestly, it was freezing. Um, but, yeah, a little bit of snow, and I'm just like... There's great views wow. from the car park at the top too. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, we figured that one out. <laughs> oh, nice. I, drove, um, I drove down Hotham once in my mum's old Magna V6 and my friend was in a CRV behind me and it was so poor visibility. You know those, you would have seen them, Adrian, the big poles on the side of the road, big yep. orange poles. When it's really, you know, dumping, those are, those are like... Yeah, they're covered. There's yeah. no halfway up them or three quarters of the way up them, which is yeah, it's ridiculous. Hard to fathom when you see how big and tall they are. But it once yeah. I'm driving down, la 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 la, and uh, it was pretty bad visibility. And he's on the horn behind me, ba 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 ba. And I thought, oh, something's going on with his car, so I stopped. Um, and thank God I did. I was about to turn right. I thought that's where the road went, and it, that would have taken me off the side. So, <laughs> oh. You know, uh, I got out and sort of said, "What are you beeping at me for?" And he's like, "Um." That's the cliff, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yep. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, don't go down that. <laughs> so that was a little lifesaver, but yeah, um, yeah, it's a fun road, fun road. Yeah, I must say, going from Hotham to Lakes Entrance, um, it's a road for just about everybody to do. Mm. It is one of the most picturesque, just beautiful places, like roads that we've ever done, and it's not all windy in the way of going up and down hills mm. most of it's flat but it's it's just picturesque like one side is all mountains and then the other side is like a river like mm. but it's like a rainforest river there's like ferns and all that stuff that are in there you know ferns and shit yeah you're turning this is turning into a gardening show <laughs> it. but yeah no it was, it was really good Sounds good, man. And hang on, Adrian, Adrian. Just sorry, Matt. Adrian, your beard is getting a bit bushier. You're turning into Costa. I'm trying. Uh, Costa from the ABC. <laughs> Gardening Australia. That's exactly it. Um, <laughs> the Falcon gone? Yeah, that's long gone. Okay. So yeah. I sold that. Um, he took it and all that kind of stuff. So. Hang on. When you say gone, you've sold the Falcon? Sold it, yeah. Falcon you sold? Yeah, I sold that before I went on my trip. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. I wanted to get rid of it. There was no need to have it around. Like I had the, I've got the M three, so we've left it with that. Are you uh, saying an M three will do anything a Falcon Ute will do? Well, yeah, because Falcon Utes are about as useful as you know, goldfish <laughs> out of water. Especially with the hard top. Oh M threes can carry oil and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere in the boot. Everywhere booby. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, um yeah. I, I learned my lesson with you. Don't buy a hard top. <laughs> Just <laughs> doesn't end well. <laughs> so. uh, Edward, updates with you. 
Updates with me. I have been spending a lot of money recently on my old Renault. So the welder guy has pretty much finished that. He's doing a few little tidy ups this week and I should have that back next week. I picked up the gearbox Saturday morning. That's been fully checked, rebuilt. Like not, didn't need full rebuild, but it needed a refresh on some cogs and a few synchronizers and bits and bearings and things. So I picked that up, uh, dropped off the engine I'm getting rebuilt on the same day. So the guy's going to strip it and then we'll talk about how far we go with that. So yeah, I've just been sort of ticking boxes with that. I received some hubcaps today, courtesy of Mr. Prince, that have been beautifully refinished for one of the Hondas. Um, so they, I, I would sort of, we're talking about that briefly today, David. It's like, you know, the, the hubcaps on that car were all chipped and scratched and whatever, whatever. Now, it's cost me a couple hundred bucks to get that sorted, but I think that's money well spent. You could argue, oh my God, that's so expensive for old hubcaps, but on one hand, but on the other hand, if it makes the car look like brand new in the wheels, that's cheap to me. So, the wheels always make a difference if the wheels are... The wheels make the car. They, exactly. they absolutely do. You've got to get that right. So... So I'm very, I'm conscious though, as I said to Dave today, that whoever buys that may well uh, dump it and put giant mags on it and all <laughs> my painting of hubcaps will be in vain. So I'm going to very, very um, sternly question whoever buys it, say, are you going to dump the hubcaps? <laughs> the answer is yes. I'll take a little bit of the price, but I'm keeping those hubcaps because they're, they're works of art. You know what I'd do? I, I would be the person to turn around and say, no, nah, I'm not going to dump it. Then <laughs> send you a picture of me yeah. with the hubcaps, throwing them in the bin, and being <laughs> like, it's getting dumped. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what a way. Special. Mm. Anyway, so that's the Honda. That's the Renault. I've been driving around in the Tarago. I took that to Sakura. That was getting a bit of love in terms of the blingy wheels. And I had the door open, and the, the velour was mm. uh, reclined like a bed in the back. I was offering it as a like a, a restroom for people if they wanted. Not a, re- not a restroom. Not a restroom, like, A restroom like if you need to rest. Yeah. Oh, and then the other update was I took my mum's 5 Series to a guy I know who does detailing to get it all fully detailed and ceramic coated because uh, it's been about probably five years since that car was done. And I wash it by hand and it's garaged and so it doesn't, it doesn't get too bad. But, you know, it needed a little freshen up, so... Came back looking stunning. It lasted about a day and a half of uh, freeway driving. And then a fault code came on that said, you know, engine fault reduced power. And I'm like talking to my mum on the side of the freeway going, "Mm, turn it off and on again. That sort of didn't really fix it. So that's currently being towed to, um, yes, the Beamer mechanic to see what the hell's going on. And the thought did cross our minds, the mechanic and I, that possibly the if the detailers have squirted a bit of water around the engine compartment, maybe it's gotten to somewhere it shouldn't have gotten. Mm. So it wouldn't. It was cranking, cranking, cranking in the end, and just not firing at all. So there's something not happy there. Also, something. Um, but my God, I said to my dad, "My God, it looks good on that tow truck." <laughs> <laughs> Be the cleanest uh, five series in the workshop, I bet. Was the most stunning fourteen-year-old five series on the back of a, on the back of a tow truck. Yeah. Anyway, mum's like, have you heard anything from the mechanic about my car? I'm like, no, you know, (laughs) usual scenario. You drop them off and wait two weeks and then think about hearing from them. It's COVID. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's COVID, mate. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. So she's driving a reliable Pajero currently, courtesy of me. Yeah. So that's, that's my car updates. Mr. Prince. 
Not not a lot, other than getting to uh, looking at lots of cars on the weekend. Had a great time at Sakura. Took the N1 because it's uh, not old enough to go to Classic Japan, but it, I knew it was going to be the only one there because it's the only one in Australia still that I'm aware of. So um, it got uh, a, quite a good reaction from a lot of people. Bought a, bought a flare for it. Well, not a flare, but... Daniel from um, Rupert Rect had a whole lot of flares, but he'd had some that he turned into torches. Ooh. So um, I grabbed one of those so that it uh, it's actually sits in the holder and actually has a, has a use other than, don't think we're going to get, uh, hopefully I won't get stuck, you know, under rubble in the, after an earthquake or something. I think that's why they usually have them as standard in every car in Japan. But this one's not going to blow up either. So that's I still good. got an original flare, David. Really? Yep. In your car? For oh, which car was oh, it? Oh, would be in the Skyline, probably wouldn't. Uh, it was for my black R thirty four GTC that I had. Nice, nice original flare that I could just psh, psh, crack open one day. <laughs> just when you least expect it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's waiting for you, Scotty. It's waiting for you. It's JDM, thinking... so I could probably sell it for about thousand bucks now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I was at the car auctions once and there was an old Merc uh, W123 sedan that looked very intact. And I thought, why Why is this at this sort of damaged auction or whatever? Um, walked around, it looked all right. Opened the door and it looked literally like someone had let a flare off inside the car. Oh, no. It coated everything, everything. orange, like dust or, well, I don't know what's in flares, but it's not, it's not paint, but it's something not very nice. So, yeah, it was like they just let it flare off and shut the door and it was like this orange bomb inside. Uh, oh. and I was like, yeah, um, I can see why they now, now, now I see, yeah. broke that off. Yeah, now I see. Yeah, Nasty. But anyway, saying, speaking of Sakura, David uh, Prince, we all, uh, you, David, sorry, uh, you, um, Edward, and I went to Sakura. Uh, the Sakura picnic Gee. at Bandura. There was a bit of a cultural presence there. That rhymes. Sakura in Bandura. Sakura in Bandura in the Taraga. No, that doesn't work, does it? Emartura. The Emartura. So, Sakura picnic update. So, it was actually, a, you know, it's it's a very vibey event, isn't it? Like a real cool it's chill brilliant. event. Yeah, yep. it's it's one, probably one of the best events. Like, oh, oh, the second time I've been to it, and both times have been great. Like, this is, but this time was the first time I entered. Um, and it, it, the day flew by, like it went so quick. Like, from, there was no point in the day where I felt it was like, oh, okay, I'm, just, you know, I'm kind of a bit tired now. I, I was excited the whole day. Tons of people to talk to. Tons of just different random cars. It was. It's a great event. Uh, and, and you uh, found a friend within, like you know, getting in the gate. You were you were parked next to another AW11 within seconds. Within seconds, yeah. So I I saw the car. Actually, sorry, correction. Steph saw the car first. And I was like, "Oh, am I too?" Anyway, I he was he was well in front of you, uh, Mr. Edward Bunting, because I was I was behind you. Mm. And anyway, I, I parked next to you, and uh, he's down the line further. He sees my car, reverses and drives next to me, so so we get the, we get the two next to each other. No. But the best part about that is my car update. Wait for it. Nobody cares, Matty. Nobody cares. Hey, thank you, thank you, Alan. Is that well? Wow, what? I didn't even pick up on that. Jeez, it's been so long. Alan always says that nobody cares. I've, I've had to pick up the flag for you, Adrian. Yeah. Oh, no, this is just bad. I feel bad now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I've been laughing as you know, original set of wheels for that car for since I've since I've had the car, and 
Edward's like, you're running a sign. You're running a sign. You're running a sign. I'm like, all right, we're running a sign. I legit had the sign on the car for, what, three minutes? I wrote the sign (laughs) with your girlfriend's pen. And so, you know, we were scraping around for paper and pen. I'm like, we're doing this. We're writing a sign. Wanted. Original alloy wheels. So we slap it on the windscreen. And Mr. Uh, the, the guy next to me in the, in the other room, he's like, gets out of his car, he's like, oh, I got your wheels. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then uh, he's, he's like, oh, he's like, look, they're, they're, they're not terrible condition, but they're not great either. Just throw a number at me. So I threw a number at him. Well, Mr. Mr. Bunting threw a number at him and I was like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I should have let you throw the number. I was just getting excited. <laughs> and, and long story short, I've got an original set of wheels, which we're picking up on Friday evening. So Mr. Bunting, uh, Mr. Prince, again, the invite's still there. Hopefully you can come. Uh, unfortunately, I can't, but thank you for the invite. I do appreciate it. No worries. We're going to be uh, road tripping. Road tripping. Road It's going to be a convoy. Uh, so we're going, to, we're going to go pick up those wheels from the rat. That'll be, it'll be a nice nice little, little trip all the way there. So I'm excited to, to pick that car up and, uh, oh, sorry, pick, that, pick those wheels up and bring them back, get them all sorted and get them on the car, which will look schmick. So, so really, what really stood out to you, Maddie, at, at the event, like top two cars? Top two, that's hard. That's a hard one. Top two's hard. Top three? Uh, <laughs> probably top five, I'd say. Okay, okay, top five. Top five. I think David's, uh, you know, S, S600 is just a beautiful car. It is it's beautiful. Just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just so cool. And when, when you say David, not this David, that's another. Not this David, no. She'll point out another David. Well, there are actually seven Davids from the car club there on the weekend. It, it was funny uh, because, like, that's probably, like, the first time I've actually met people from the car club. Like, I, I was there at the last kind of, like, little shindig you guys had. But it was probably the first time I I um, kind of got, got a glimpse at the club and, <laughs> and Steph and I realised that everybody is called David. So, <laughs> so it was... Except me. Yeah. Except, Except you. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously myself now. Uh, so, but but everyone is is pretty much a is pretty much a David. Um, so the so cool that, thing about the S six hundred was um, it, whenever David takes that car there, he's had that car forty years, and uh, was a subject to an extensive nut and bolt restoration. Probably not, oh, probably ten years ago now. But whenever he takes it anyway, people will say, "Oh, is that is that the chain drive one? Is that got chain drive?" So this time he actually jacked the car up, took the left hand rear wheel off. And a bit of a sign explaining how it works, and number primarily to save him, you know, <laughs> telling everybody that asked if it was. But it was really good. People, people really were interested in it, and lots of photos. And I've seen quite a few photos on Insta and all that taken of it. So um, yeah, that, that was that's worthwhile. A bit of public education along the way. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, the, the best car there was 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 the Tarago with the new alloys. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, Please and uh, and a, a special man's uh, N1, only one in the country. What, 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 what <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the rarest car there, isn't it? That was the rarest car there. Well, no, it's probably that and the and the the electronic the the, the electric van. The, the, the electric van, yeah, yeah, that was cool. The, the Mitsubishi van, yeah, Mitsubishi and van. its owner were cool. Yes, yeah. definitely. I um I also like my friend Simon was there with his bright yellow Honda City, and yes. he some years ago at Classic Japan. Um, there's a there's a brochure shot that has the city with the motor compo scooter folded up in the boot with all the saxophone and a tennis rack and all the all the wonderful lifestyle things that you can do in a Honda City in the brochure and he a few years ago recreated that at Classic Japan and he decided to do it again at this Sakura day so that was getting so much attention it was brilliant. 
He's got the billboard there, or you know, the the, the A frame brochure showing, hey, here's the brochure, and here's my car. That's that's a live (laughs) version of that. Um, People were going nuts for that, and his friend, uh, another Edward, has a beautifully restored Celica right next door, like a metallic silver '70s with a fully detailed engine bay. It's a really nice, clean car. no one's even giving a second glance. The city just had this crowd around it, and the Salika was like, "Oh yeah, another Salika." You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> there are quite a few of them there, and uh, he was laughing about that when he sent me a pic. Funny, the funny thing was, though, like that, what he did, what he did with that combo, like everybody was like, "Holy crap, this is amazing!" And and the best part about it, the car in the shot in the actual picture is red, but with a yellow uh, motor combo. His one's a yellow city with a red motor combo. So it, motor was, combo. it was a really nice kind of kind of kind of contrast. contrast. Yeah. He's got he's got three motor compos all up. He's not not greedy or anything. I said just <laughs> tell me one of them. Come on, and, but I dare say you want far too much for uh, for what I would want to pay. Well, they, they, they are worth far much for far more than the cars. Yeah, aren't they? yeah exactly. Yeah. It was nice to see that. So there were three Honda Cities there, I think, all up. Yeah, there were, including a beautiful Turbo 2 that's yeah. just been resprayed and, and restored. Yeah. That was so, I mean, I didn't need to take mine. You know, it would have just been <laughs> too much, whereas there was only one other Tarago like mine there. But yeah, uh, it wasn't not nearly as nice. No. Super. But it was, it was, it was an, it, I mean, your, your Tarago was, that was definitely in a lot better nick. But the, the other one, was it was still being used, and I respect that. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. That city was was up there. That red Celica that was right next to what was like a yeah, that's cars. clean, very clean. That, that was a stuck Celica. That, yeah, that was a stunning car. Like it was, it, it, that's probably it, that car blew me. I had a good look at that car. I was like, wow, this this car's sick. Mm. Um, so that'll be up there. That twenty eight thousand kilometer E was it an ED? A eight. A H. Oh yeah. Um, I was like, far out. That is to to those in who don't know codes. It's a, it's the mid eighties Honda Civic with the flat glass back. Little white one in a manual, but yeah, twenty eight k's from you, like the very, one very, very mint. Have you yeah, ever seen no. that car before, David? Was, was that the first? Never I've seen, seen it? it before. No, no, me neither. That was a bloody clean, beautiful example. What else did I that I kind of like out there? I at the event. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a fair few. I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to pick my pick, pick my 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 top cars, but I mean, it's it's easier easier said than done. But I mean, there'd be there'd be a few more there. Probably one of the centuries because I'm a bit of a bit of a hankering for a V12 luxury y- Yakuza. It was uh, about, there was about three of those there. There was three of those. That silver one was amazing with the white walls. It was. What about the orange Sigma with the matching hubcaps? That was surprisingly good. Like that really was great. Yep. It was an amazing car. Um, that was a GE, I think they called those yeah. GE Sigma. So that was the first model, about 78, uh, 77, 78, they were released. Um, and the S, that was an SE. So the SEs had a colour-coded hubcap. So the fact that that car was orange and it had orange wheels, <laughs> you know, it very it's orange. Very, it's so vitamin C, that car. Oh, my goodness. Easy. So 70s. It was brilliant. It was I like the beaded <laughs> seat cover and the Venetian blind added to it. <laughs> there was oh. a beautiful a 33 GTR there in Midnight Purple 2, which I know Alan doesn't really approve of that color, but it was a really nice car. It was probably the only decent 33 there, to be honest with you. There was a, there was a few 34s and stuff, but that one that one was re- like done really nicely. What else did I see that was that really caught my eye? I mean, it was it was good to see you know, more than one MR2 there. Like there was five AW11s. Uh, yeah, there was heaps. There was like there was like oh, heaps of SW20s, like tons, tons of those. Yeah. 
But there was five A dubs, so that was that was actually cool to go. To, a to couple go. of um supercharged ones too. Yeah, there was two supercharged ones. The rest were NAs. So the, the all three NA ones were Aussie delivered cars. So it turns out the guy that that I uh, with the Panda one that he painted, uh, he he works at SM Panels, which is right near Super My Super Cheap, and I see his car all the time. And in like small world, so we got talking, and he's like, "Holy crap, you work there!" So. So, so, so that, was, that was pretty cool. And uh, we ended up talking about where we could be getting our parts from, pretty much the same supplies in the UK. In the UK. Uh-huh. So, so he's, just done a, he's just done a full paint job on that car. And, and you know, he's, he, it, 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 look, it looks pretty good for, for him. For Cultivate team. that friendship, Matty. Yes. Mm-hmm. I need a paint job very soon. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty cool. But what, what about you guys? What, what were you, what your favourite cars there? Like, there were so many, there were so many cars. Like, I, I can't even, I, I can't even. Yeah. What do you reckon, 600? Yeah, uh-huh. I, I, it was pretty close to 600, I think. Yeah. Mm. I, 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 I literally didn't get around to see them all. Yeah, at least. So what about, what about you, gentlemen, like, yeah, in terms of your favourite cars that we saw for the day? Uh, well, I, I'm just looking at the photos I took. That Silver Century really, really got me. The, the number plate on that is Toy V12, which is <laughs> But I had a look inside, and, and it's absolutely wall-to-wall leather, and just this huge raft of controls down the centre of the back seats and everything that opens and shuts and two car seats. Yeah. Like they, they had two, two baby seats in the back. So that's, that's you know, a nice way to shuffle your kids around in, I suppose. Spoil you know, or anything else, I'm, I'm guessing. That's definitely a Scotty-type car, though, isn't it, Scotty? Let's be honest. You, you, you would happily rock a V12 Century. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That'd how be much, perfect. How much are they worth, Matthew? They're in the... 20s upwards, I think, from last time I checked. So yeah, like, oh, I think there's a bit, bit of a, bit of a tax on those now too. I think okay. they're starting to go up. They're yeah, becoming more that. popular, like being actually being imported now. Well, actually, one sorry before I before I get back, one car that even uh, you didn't even notice, uh, Edward, how good this car was. It was a um, a Crusader, probably an 86, 85 Crusader, Burgundy stock like immaculately like i noticed it because of how stock it was but i walked past it and and they had the bonnet up and i didn't even notice that it had a one uz no it had a one (laughs) (laughs) it was a barrack-shaped pause in the uh, discussion (laughs) then so it had a one uz which is one of my favorite all-time engines uh, to to those at home the uh what lexus v8 four liter v8 Full V8, which is a beautiful V8, like one of the one of the, probably the premier V8s of the eighties and eighties and nineties, really. They, um, that that car was it was very subtly done, and oh. I, I I don't like a mod, but I like that how well that was done. You even said, "Geez, it was that good." I didn't even notice it looked factory. Like that, that's yeah, how that's how that's how good it looked. It looked everything. Yeah, that's it looked like cool. it looked like it would have been done from a Toyota factory, and that and that I I applaud that because I'm assuming that. Most likely the seven M, as they all do, blow head ga- blew a head gasket, and he's like, "Nuts, nah, screw it." I uh, got a got the um, the one UZ and pop pop that in there, and it's and it's the, the, probably the cleanest engine swap I've ever seen. It was it was phenomenal, wow. absolutely phenomenal. So, um, actually, a couple other cars that I saw uh, Mazda uh, Mazda three two three Familia GTXs. There were two two of them. Yeah, two of those side by side. Yep. They they were they were they were very nice. But um, David Prince and Mr. Bunting, I'll let you guys continue. Well, just on that on that topic, there was a lovely little Mazda um three two three 
injected, I think it was, sedan that we chatted to the owner yes, of that. And it was funny because he said, he said, and it was sort of two-tone red, I think, and it had um, power windows and the graphic equaliser. Like it was a real top-of-the-line uh, Mazda 323 sedan from the 80s. So someone really splashed out on that and he was like, oh, I had one 20 years ago. And I just, and his, his wife was sort of sitting there just laughing and he's like, and I searched, I, I never should have sold it. And I searched for years and years and years to find where he finally found this car in Tassie. Um, and I said, we well, can never sell it now. And he's like, no, no way. And she's just sort of rolling her eyes. And, um, <laughs> and it was just, he was so proud of it. And it's such a sort of a plain Jane car, but it was very rare to see, you know. I think they were called the Limited, I think. Yeah, you just Pretty don't three see. Super Deluxe Limited or something. You, you it was a beautiful see. color. You see from Plain Jane, as we, you don't see that sort of stuff. It had the digital dash, as we know, money in yeah. bag. Yeah. So, so you know, it was, I took a photo of the sole Toyota Lexan station wagon that was yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember walking past with Ed, and it's like, why is this here? I'm like, well, it's got a Toyota badge. And he's like, <laughs> No, it doesn't belong here. That's the VP Commodore badged uh, Toyota. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. See, I quite like that because it's it's just so clearly a Commodore, and <laughs> it's it's the opposite of every Toyota ever made. You know, it's awful. And I, I think I I took a photo also. Of, I think the cleanest set of wheels I've ever seen. The, the best suited a car I've oh, seen. Was that on my Tarago? Thank you, David. You yeah, know, it wasn't on a Tarago. That's the second <laughs> best. Second best. And, <laughs> The first, Scotty, I'm sorry you weren't there because there was a uh, silhouette there um, yeah. and it had a sort of 17-inch impulse silhouette alloys on it. Oh, okay. And, oh, they just look amazing. I'll send you the photo, actually. Uh, yeah, it, it, it just sat beautifully on them and they were the nicest-looking wheels that I've seen on a car in a long time. Aside from oh, mine, nice. Replicas on the N1. Aside from yeah, those, and mine. I knew it, yeah, yeah. That is three, three cars with good wheels. There are only three cars there with good wheels. It's going to be on Matt's MR2. Yes, yes. And I did love the use of a a JDM-style plate too. There were some plenty of nice examples of JDM plates there. Um, What was the old man one? That was funny. uh, Oji Sun. Oji Sun, which means old Grandfather in Japanese. Grandfather. (laughs) Yeah, that was on on an old, um, that was on a crown, I think. There's also one with Sugoi, which is wonderful. There's a 626, a nice, really clean first-gen 626, a rear-wheel drive 626 with JDM plates, and it was 62SIX. So that was a, a nice little little touch. So There was a whole row of those early 626. Yeah, I've never seen as many plates in years. Coupes, and yeah. the, um, the coupes are quite a stylish car. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind those. Uh, I, I like. Good day had by all. They there was, there was one next to there was one next to you. Ed, there was a silver one with a massive turbocharger bolted to the, to the side. Mm. Of it. I was like, that's cool. Like that was. And that was a, that was a beige coloured, yeah, six two six. And then on the other side of me was a Datto two forty Z or two sixty Z that broke down and had had to get the RACB called. David came <laughs> running over thinking that Tarago had come to grief, but uh, no, 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 no. I should have known better, shouldn't I? Only done four hundred ten thousand k's. Nothing wrong with it. It's funny though. Like Actually, I finished the day really well because I got to drive that. I had never driven the Tarago yes, before. Yes, that's right. You did. It was very, very nice to drive. Very cool. Uh, it was, it was uh, such, again such a lovely day. Such a vibey day. They had a DJ playing. There was there was you know stalls, food. Um, we were. I got an ice cream. Yes, you 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 shattered me an ice cream. Very nice. Yeah, with, with a chocolate flake in it. That's um, always good. 
and we, uh, we we had a picnic, uh, you know, beside beside the cars. We put a rug out. Uh, when Ed, again, Edwards, Edwards rugs he had in the back of his car, and and we just sat there and had you know, you know chicken sizzle sandwiches, and you know just chilled for the day. It was it was actually a top event. So you know, props to the this, this Toyota, Toyota car owners car club in Victoria. Yeah, yeah, they, they run it. Yeah, brilliant job. Like like you know, well done. Uh, kudos to you guys because you, you you're putting on a great event. So well done. It was a phenomenal event. Excellent. Uh, the secure picnic's been running for a number of years at this point, hasn't it? It has, yeah. Yeah, it's the th- third time they've run it, I think. Um, yeah. Missed out last year, obviously. But um, the one thing that they had at the first that they didn't haven't had at the subsequent ones, I don't know especially why. I don't know if it's a scheduling thing or whatever. But they had it. There's a um, Melbourne-based Taiko drumming team, um, who were, which is the, the big Japanese traditional drums that they pound like crazy and, and they had that as part they had a couple of displays of that as part of the first one and that was a real highlight that, that was brilliant in, in that sort of setting out in the park with sort of 25 of these drums set up and that was really cool was um was there anyone being silly because i, I don't know why like compared to other events i uh, even though i haven't been present it has this air of like everyone's kind of on the same page about being sensible but was yeah. there anyone doing anything funny no nah. That was pretty really. The traffic c- coming out was madness, you know, trying to get 500 cars out at the same time, basically. <laughs> so there was quite a wait to get out. Uh, but even once you're out on Plenty Road, there was quite a bit of traffic. So no one was, I didn't see anybody doing anything silly. I, I thought it was quite. And I think I've said it before, but the thing that really is, I think, is cool about those events is that you actually have the whole gamut of of age groups, you know, you have all, you know, the, the P-plate kids that have, you know, wanted an 80s Toyota, well, they probably can't afford 80s Toyotas anymore, but uh, you know what I mean. I mean, they, they've, they, it, it covers all, literally all age groups. One of, one of our guys who was there is 85, he, and he bought three cars. So that was, yeah. got his son and his son-in-law to bring, bring cars. So, I mean, many other groups of car enthusiasts that cover such a wide range of age groups. And I think moving forward into the future, I think it's brilliant that the Japanese car scene is so, uh, is going to be around for a long time to come. Whereas a lot of the, you know, dare I say it, human car clubs and, you know, those sorts human of things. Human car club? Well, you know, I mean, they haven't built cars for a while and I think the demographics probably, you know. Well, there's no, there's no 18 year olds lusting after a human. Not that I'm aware of. Probably not as many as there are lusting after Corollas and Salikas and. Let's see, Matt. Let's let's say you know. Email you. Email the show. <laughs> go to the Facebook page. If there's a young kid who would love a Hillman, we want to hear from him. Absolutely. I think all the I think all the young kids are going for Volkswagen Golf Car Club. Yeah. <laughs> With GTI, mate. GTI. Well, there are a lot of them there on the weekend at uh, at uh, Sakura. So I think I think we're pretty safe for the time being. Mm. Uh, but seriously, if uh, if you are a young person, part of the wanting to be part of the Hillman Car Club or after a Hillman, <laughs> I'm uh, sure it's a great car club. I'm not I'm not casting nasturtiums at all on the uh, Hillman Car Club. <laughs> but you're we're, suggesting we're, we're, we're there's not a lot of young members. That's Real right. talk, we'll have you on the show just 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 to just to just to see who you are. We'll have you on the show. <laughs> yeah, and what got you into Hillman? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd like to know. These are, the <laughs> these are That's the what I'm thinking. <laughs> these are the questions we need answers to, people. Um, well, it was also good because, like, I bumped into a lot of people I already knew. I uh, bumped into some of your friends, Mr. Adrian. But I saw Matt, Patrick, and Alex there. Uh, yeah, they, they all got to go. 
yeah, they said you got stuck at work and I didn't want to rub it in. So hence the reason I haven't rubbed it in. And yeah, uh, I copped it. Yeah. <laughs> Always do. Um, but it was, as I said, it, um, it was a really great event. And, you know, just, just the way it's run. And I think. Yeah. I remember in the past when I've gone before, it's honestly a phenomenal day. The only day that I think is better than Sakura is Classic Japan. Oh, yeah. So so that one there, I absolutely love going to. Yeah. Um, well, that's the next that's, one, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah December. December. I, I think it's, yeah. is it the Toyota? It's the same group that run it again, isn't it? Like, uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, old does that's... your car have to be to enter that one? 25. Five years, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can the come, NX with last come with me. Drive no, one. Like, no, no, Ed, he's not doing that. He's going to have the 31 ready by then. Oh. <laughs> hey, 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 look, did you see it? I saw a pink Fingers crossed. Like uh, but um, any last things about Sakura just uh, before we move on? I'd like to have been there, I'll say that much. <laughs> that makes two of us. There was a Subaru Vortex parked in front of us. Yeah. Oh, really? There's a segue for the next topic, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, is, that is a perfect segue. Weird, That's perfect. Weird, weird 80s cars. Um <laughs> So cars, cars that I love, um, but but I mean not necessarily always weird, but like just just very interesting and 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 odd cars that 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 the eighties produced, and I don't think any other era produced more wild and crazy kind of era designs in the eighties. Personally, like like I mean the the fifties and sixties had like really you know cool big big kind of you know flares and and, and you know uh, wing uh, sorry um fins fins that's the word, and a but, lot of cars have seen that had that like weird wedge kind of. Shape as well going on, definitely. Um, in the 80s, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the... So, I think that was, I think that's you know, probably the the <laughs> to sum up the 80s very well. Wedge, uh, <laughs> anything, everything, and anything and everything was designed by a ruler and a pencil, essentially. Um, so that's essentially what what, what that era was. Um, but Mr. Bunting has to go in about 15 or so minutes, so. I do apologize. I was going to say, do you want to do the car quiz now before you leave, Mr. Bunting? Ooh, yeah. Uh, we'll do the quiz because I also have to leave early. So All right. I think Let's I'll, do the I'll quiz. All right, well, Too bad, Dave. It's not a walk in the park tonight. <laughs> <laughs> David's like, damn it, he should have gone. I would have won. God damn. damn. That's good. If he's here, he'll be the one that gets the year one wrong. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding yeah, my job year. last week. I'm going to hold back. <laughs> By one uh, year as well. <laughs> Ten questions and bonus questions. Let's get it started. Question one. How many cylinders... Uh, sorry. Uh, did... Oh, great, great, great start. I know. It's all right. I'm just I'm <laughs> kind of zooming my screen. There we go. How many cylinders did the Lamborghini Diablo have? Ed. Oh, Adrian. Ed. Oh, Ed got in there first. Ten. Incorrect. Alan. No, Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> twelve. Uh, Adrian got in there second after Ed, and it was it was twelve. Well done, Adrian. Uh, You're uh, Adrian. The other Honda scam still produces more kilowatts per litre. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's a 12-cylinder with like 100 kilowatts. It's terrible, but such a, oh, such a good car. Love it. Bonus, bonus question. Scott, car- six litre. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. What car shares its headlights with the Lamborghini Diablo? David, Scott, Adrian. David got in there first. 300 ZX. 300 ZX is correct. Right? <laughs> yeah, you, you said it wrong there. Nissan's? <laughs> No, it's the Lebanese Lamborghini. <laughs> Lebanese Lamborghini. That's exactly what it is. Uh, question two. 
What car am I? Introduced in 1990 and finished in production in 1999. It was the first production car to feature a, a V12 meter to a six-speed manual gearbox and one of the very first cars to use drive-by wire throttle. This big two-door Grand Tour featured both a range of V8s and 12, cylinder, um, 12 or V12 engines. Featured pop-up headlights and was also one of the and one of the company's first cars to use a multi-link rear end. What oh. car am I, Scotty? Doe. Is it the BMW 850Ci? Yes, well done. Our 8 series, I would have taken absolutely well done. Yeah, sweet. E31 series, well done. Question three: What the Kia Carnival is now known as a GUV? What does GUV mean according to their okay. latest? Ad? Was that you, David? Oh, it was me. Um, yeah. Grand utility vehicle. Isn't grand it? utility vehicle is correct. They oh, are called a grand. I've never utility. heard of that. It's a new. Uh, what 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 implies thing. that it's so grand in its utility though? Because well, they did an ad for on a racetrack. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, Kia is doing some weird. Things. Be sports. That, uh... no, see, look, the problem is, is when Kia does stuff like do a Kia. Yeah. Uh, what 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 you need, okay is what Dodge was going to do from the start and put it into a van. That's it. That's it. That's where it's at. Get your kids to school on time and go through the school too. It reminds me of GUR like on a golf course, ground under repair. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Score check. David two, Scotty and and um, uh, Adrian are both on one each. Ed and Adrian Um, zero. No, Adrian's uh, one. No, I zero. no, I've also got zero. No one zero. can talk today. Zero, Alan? I'm also on zero. Question four. How many seats does the current Kia Carnival have? Scott. Adrian. Scott got in there first. Seven. Incorrect. Ed. Ed. Eight. Eight is correct. Well, I, don't know. Yeah, I, I, I did say <laughs> my name after Scott, but oh. right. I apologize. So, I, I give it to Ed. Do you know that it's eight, Adrian? Do you know that it's eight? Yes, I did. You've already got a point. I have no points. This is my one point. I know. This is for you. That's what I said. It's because it was you. I'm happy. It's looking bad for me, gentlemen. Question five. Ford Performance Vehicles was a joint venture between two companies. What were they? David. Oh. (laughs) You can't say David. David, David, unfortunately, oh. (laughs) Tickford? Tickford is incorrect. Oh. Anyone else want to jump in? There? I'm not quite sure who it was. I'm not really. Oh, at least had a go. You did have a go. You did have a go. I'll tell you that. You did have a go. Um, I, I would have said Tickford too, David. So if, if it's not Tickford, then I'm like, thanks. Alan. Alan. Well, you said two companies, right? Two companies, correct. So can we say Tickford and Ford Australia? Ford Australia is half right. So I'll give you 0.5. But Excellent. I'm on the board. <laughs> Ford Australia's half right is another company. Is the other one, I don't know, the Ford Motorsport Company. <laughs> no, the other half, the one that like the, the one, power. It, it'll be the one that that you were talking about in another episode, Matt, who did the something for the LPG cars. They made the LPG cars or something. Well, that that was that was Tickford, but oh, that was Tickford, okay. Uh, the company that that I'm, t- I'm talking about was originally Tickford, but they got bought by this company. So they they got a different name. Oh, okay. Well, well technically they're correct then if it's Tickford. Because it wasn't bought by Tickford. They were named different at the time. Uh, the only person that hasn't had a go is sorry, uh, Adrian and Scotty. 
knows, but you can never go. Are we passing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to just pass. Oh, some stupid Ford Obscure thing. No, it was Pro Drive from the UK. Pro Drive. Ah, no, I never would have guessed that, but I know Pro Drive. Pro Drive did all Colin McRae's rally cars back in the day. Too bad Fords don't have Pro Drivers. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Bonus question. How much percent of FPV did ProDrive actually own? Now, here's the thing. Whoever gets closest will get the point. All right, so, Ed, you go first because you're always <laughs> one off. Sure. I'm going to say ProDrive owned 35%. Okay, 35, yep. Keep going. Who's, who's next? 40. David, 40, yep. At 40 now, 40 now. Take five. You're like 40 now. <laughs> I'll say 51. Oh. Ooh, okay. Alan? I'll go last. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 49. Alan, it's up to you. I'm going to say 52. Someone's Asshole. got it right. Someone's, someone's got it right. And bang on the money. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to say Johnson. from well, your face. Oh, it wasn't me. It's 51. Was it? Oh, 51. God. They're in 51% of the company. Wow. Um, I thought maybe... I thought maybe it would be majority, but just. So I thought I'd say 51. Uh, yeah, that'd be so then at least covers show. a little bit more. And then bloody Alum comes in and says 52. I was like, are oh, you jerk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised at that because ProDrive, yeah, I would have thought it was more Ford owned than ProDrive. I would have thought so too. Absolutely. But ProDrive owned the 51%. Uh, state wow. They're the controlling share. They were the controlling share for, for a long time um, until Ford in 20, I think it was. Yeah. 14 bought them out and said, We're drive Tickford. Interesting. There you go. Question six, which is actually interesting because Tickford has come back in Australia as Tickford, which is just weird. I don't know if it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. Mm. Question, what car, what car am I? This compact car was produced from 1975 all the way to 1986. It was a very versatile little car, being available as either a coupe, panel van, station wagon, and sedan. This car was produced in Australia. Surprisingly, David. David. Holden Gemini. Holden Gemini is correct. Ooh, nice. Thank you very much. Uh, surprisingly, it came with a variety of engines. Even more surprisingly, it came with a diesel option, which sold in relatively small numbers. What car am I? Bonus question. What car was the Holden Gemini based on? David. David. Oh, no, I know. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was an international... Alum. I'm, I'm second after David then. <laughs> it was the T car project, so it was an international. Um, it was a GM international project, so it was um, an Isuzu and it was an Opel and a Chevrolet and a yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Yep. Is that what I you wanted? I would have taken T car or hold it or Isuzu Gemini. I would have taken. Oh, there you go. If I ever own a Gemini, it's going to be a diesel sedan. <laughs> I buy the weird diesel in the in all cars that no one wants. Could you get your hands on one like that though? Yeah, hey, I've seen it. Uh, a, a guy came in a super cheap with a with a white diesel that was mint off like one owner old lady. Wow. Manual. I've seen him. I've seen a him. White, a white diesel. Uh, I'll go with yeah. TDSLE coupe. Thanks very much. Ooh, yes, I do like those a lot. Okay, if I say Group X, Life, and Style as different variants, Ed, 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 oh. Ed, Ed. Ed. Toyota Starlet. Toyota Starlet. Well done. <laughs> I owned one. I used to say I drive life. <laughs> um, what was that car called? It? 
That car was called um, Starlet Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I call it Sammy Starlet, but his formal name was full name was Starlet Johansson. Yeah, oh, I had a green name. <laughs> <laughs> what a great car! Bonus question: Which out of those was the top of the range? Ed. Ed. Uh, the life was the base. The what was the other one? The Group X and the what was the third one? I didn't say nothing. You you buzzed in before I could even say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the Group X. Incorrect. Oh. Someone else said it was the other, the other one. one. <laughs> it's like the three tenors, you know, Pavarotti, uh, Domingo, and the other guy. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what you said. I, I can remember Group X in life, but I can't remember the other third one. What is it? A, it's it's a it's a. Well, it's the Max one, I think, isn't it? Incorrect. See, oh. you can all blame Ed for this because he he buzzed into the question and didn't let me. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, it is. It was called the Style. The Style was the top of the range. Style, yeah. really? Yep. Style was the top of the range. That's a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> question nine, which we'll be talking about a little bit later on the show. The Subaru Vortex we got here was called what? Alum. The countries, Alum. It was the XT. It was the XT, and it also had another name. If so, I'll give David. you a uh, David. I'll I'll give you a point as well if you can get the other one right. Uh, well, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think it's Al Coin. Al Coin, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. well done. It was supposed to be like Al Cy, uh, yeah, like yeah. Uh, um, or something like that. Yeah. Al Coyote, something, something weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a weird name. Did they? Am I right in saying they had XT badges on them here somewhere? Yeah. The turbo ones were the XTs. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Two wheel drive and four wheel drive. I've never mm. heard of that Alcoin thing. That's mm. the, to me, a model kit was a Subaru Alcoin. Oh, nice. Question 10. The Lamborghini Urus has how many cylinders? Adrian. Adrian. 12. Yeah. Uh, incorrect. Ed. Oh. What? Ed. <laughs> 10. Incorrect. Oh. Oh. Uh, Keep going down. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, was, uh, I said eight. It was eight. Well done. Yes. Yes. Turbo eight. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's a two-cylinder turbo. <laughs> That's all it'll be. That'll be the, the um, 2030 generation. Yeah. Or, or it'll be all electric. Electric, electric, electric. So score check. We'll go from last place, Adrian, on one. Uh, second, uh, equal second last place, David and uh, – sorry, uh, sorry, David. Uh, Edward and Scotty on two each. Go, Scotty. Alan in third at – 2.5. That 0.5 came, came in handy in the end, uh, Alan. Uh, and our winner, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. A total of five tonight, Mr. David Prince. Well done. Thank you very much. Wait, wait. Did you, uh, how did I come in third then? You came second. I said you came second. Oh, you said third. That's some bad maths, Matty. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll take my second place trophy. David, <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you win last time, David, on four? I seem to remember you winning on four. Yeah, yeah that might sound right. And now you've won on five, so things are improving. Things are looking up. Alan, Alan, don't get a big head. He was giving the full double Cobras as he was like... Yeah, it's the, the flex. Like... <laughs> Look, I came from nothing, literally, in this game. <laughs> you did? <laughs> yeah, to claw it back, I think I did pretty well. And that's um, on my blood sugar. That's why he didn't do too well. I haven't, yeah, I've got to, I'm, I'm going out for dinner. That's why. I know. I know. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not on it. I, um, I also have to take my leave. I apologize, gentlemen. Um, we'll uh, keep keep the talk. Um, just before you guys go, uh, weird and wonderful 80, 80s cars which you like, tell us. And, and the talk about the uh, NX um, Sport, what was it called? 
was the, the Pulsar EXA, the American one. XL, yeah. That had the okay. um the weird what was it called? The sports back. Sports back, which it just yes. they just put a giant box on the end. Yes, which, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 They did. It's like it's like ten grand. It comes with the sports yeah, back. Do you know how expensive they are? Really? The sports backs? Yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody wants I mean, them. People want weird things. But uh, um, Mr. Bunting? I'll give you a weird one. The Nissan Prairie. Nissan oh, Prairie. nice. When did you last see a Nissan Prairie? I can't remember the last time I've ever seen a Nissan Prairie. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to assemble a collection of 80s people movers. Oh. We've got the Holden Shuttle, the Tarago, the Nissan Irvan, the Mitsubishi Nimbus, the Nissan Prairie, and there's probably a couple of others I've forgotten. Think of the number of people you could take out. Imagine drive. if you had a collection that was all of those like cars. So many people would relate to that collection because they all got driven around in them. Well, know? especially today too, like because yeah. that's the go-to thing is people moving SUVs. Could, could you imagine rocking up to Sakura in all those cars, like just oh, in a line? You'd have this lineup. Of, imagine a lineup of vans. Like it'd be a wall yeah, but, of vans. It'd be but amazing. the only thing is, Spectrums, and you the know, only thing is, yeah, Ed. What, you're gonna to have to understand this. They need to be modified. No, they all do of them not. Turboed. Would be off chop. The only thing I will allow is factory alloy wheels to be refitted. Turbo. <laughs> Tur- oh, I'm going oh. for a steak. See you later, boys. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. See you guys. And then there were four. Interestingly, uh, so- I have a mate that has a original Nimbus, an eighty-five Nimbus, eighty-six yeah. Nimbus. And it has a Cordia turbo engine in it, so that, that would yeah. that would fulfill Adrian's um, dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there was a guy when I used to work at the Preston store that he had a Nimbus, and that had a four G sixty three in it, <laughs> the Evo motor, he's... and it was turboed. And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, it drops in. He's like, you can't get the all wheel drive, but it drops in. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I respect you that. You can take off, and it's just <laughs> nice. No, it's it's definitely cool. I mean, talking about weird and wonderful cars in the eighties, like like as we segued, um, Mr. Mr. Prince earlier, Subaru Vortex. Now that car, I mean, after seeing after seeing one at Sakura, I mean, it was the, it was the only one that was there. There's currently one for sale in Geelong, and I was like, oh, <laughs> don't do it, buddy. Don't don't make don't make bad financial decisions. Um, but <laughs> Jeez, that's such a box of wheels, isn't it? It's just so wedgy, and the steering wheel is so weird. And have you seen? Yep. Have, you ever seen have you ever seen the dashboard on a Subaru Vortex? I have. The, the cluster goes like it's like it's like a sort of rocket ship. It just like launches in in uh, as, <laughs> as as a, uh, it's it's just it's just nuts. Um, I would highly recommend. I'm looking at one now. They're, they're insane. They're actually insane. Like the the, yep. the Subaru must have said, "What can we do to make things really weird?" I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll make the vortex. Even just the, the, a few weird the gear shifter looks weird. It's oh, um, whole thing. It's it's just nuts. Yeah. Um, it could a, only be from the eighties. Absolutely. And um, yeah, they just went OTT on that car. That was it's amazing. Um, we're walking past it, and and David was sorry. Uh, uh, Edward was. Uh, was explained to Steph what what a what a vortex was, and Steph had never seen one before. And <laughs> she's not the only one, you know. There's yeah, plenty of people. 
Uh, he's like, they were known for having a very phallic uh, gear knob. And, and I was like, <laughs> yes, you, you, you were not wrong. <laughs> uh, so, so in both automatic and manual trim, uh, by the way, uh, which, is, which is very true. But they were just, they were just a weird, weird and but wonderful kind of car at the same time. Like I, if, if, I, if, I, if I got one given to me, I would happily, happily enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I was speaking to um, to Heath from the Gutter to Gutter podcast on you know, Instagram earlier today. We'll, we'll, we'll actually talk about these cars today. And he used to have one, and he's like, he loved it. He reckons it was it was he reckons it was actually an amazing car. It was a turbo, you know, four wheel drive. And he took it to the drags and up the boost, and then he blew it up on the at the drag strip, and then it never got back on the road. And wow. he's like, he's like, he kind of wishes he he kept it because he, he kind of gave it away in the end, and it ended up at scrap heap. But um, he's like. I'd, I'd love another one and then i found one on on gumtree and i'm like dude you need this and he's like oh i think i need this he's like can you go sell it for me because he's in another state so i'm like okay that's that's dangerous <laughs> yeah. but yeah that's when you get um, back to him and say oh it's no good leave it and then later on right. you announce hey guess what i just bought yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I, I have not seen an NX. That was probably the first time I've seen an NX on the road. Well, it, I don't even know if it was came on the road, but the first time I've seen an NX. Sorry, a a um, a, a Vortex. You know, in a Vortex. Very um, what about you, Mr. Prince? I've got to say the things that stand out, and mainly because I actually saw one the other day up close. A mate of mine has one. Um, are the Pike cars, the eight from the the Nissan Pike cars, the collection of the the Nissan S Cargo, the B1, the Payo, and the Figaro, yeah. um, which are just all, again, on, on the on the rise. I mean, if you can find one, Figaro's have gone through the roof. Um, they um, they were very limited production in Japan and came out of, they're called the Pike cars because they came out of the Pike factory, the Pike Nissan factory, um, and they were all just more an art piece than a car, really, at the they time. Were, so, I mean, S Cargo's, you can... You can put one in an ad and, you know, everyone laughs anyway, you know, like because they're just a weird-looking thing. Um, so I think I, I can't remember any other manufacturer like taking as much, putting as much engineering into, you know, a range of four different cars for such a limited run. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I suppose that's why they're so popular today. I mean, they're, they're, they're quirky and they're weird to look at and a bit retro and all those things. Um, and they start every time you turn the key yeah. <laughs> because they're Absolutely. basically Nissan Micros. Oh, um, I, was having a, I was having a chat with, oh, I can't remember who it was now, but he was, he was explaining how, how cool, you know, uh, you know, and, and, and retro and, and interesting VW were for making the, uh, the Harlequin versions of the, oh, yes, the Golf. Harlequin Golf. Yeah. Um, and I was like, the, the, all they did was just screw up their order in which they put doors and stuff on. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, Nissan actually designed those the four, those four cars. Like they actually yeah. out of their way to do it. I'm like, that's more of a, that's more of an effort than. Um, but he's like, but they they sold cars with different colored panels. I'm like, yeah, because these people were stupid enough to buy them. But yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I I find it, I find it really interesting. I mean, Japan has a lot of weird ass stuff come out of there anyway. And especially during the eighties, the Mighty Boy is another one that oh, really springs to mind. That's on my list. I mean, I love the fact that it's called Mighty. Um, <laughs> it's and, uh, <laughs> got a big heart, I suppose. Um, and of course, they a lot of people put the eight hundred cc engines in them, so that uh, they went from the five fifty to the eight hundred. Big block. So yeah, I mean, there's still quite a following. And there was a rotary one at Sakura Picnic too. I don't know, did you see that one? 
Yes, I was just going to say that. Scotty would approve of that. There was, yeah. a, there was a big uh, like, cool. rotary swapped, turbo turbo rotary swapped from memory too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mighty, mighty boy. I'm like, that is in all words, all sense of the word. Uh, uh, Legal, a, I would use that. That's the word. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Death, <laughs> death trap comes to mind with, 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 when, when, I, when I think of that. But uh, I'm like, in, in the same token, I was like, oh, Adrian would love this. Like, it, it's such an Adrian thing he'd do. He'd just put a rotary in it and just be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. But as you were saying before, before Mr. Mr. D Singh left, the XR uh, and, and the sports back. Yeah. Right? That was, I mean, for, for Nissan again, in the 80s, were, they were kicking goals, man. Like, they, they were doing some 80s real- 80s and 90s. They, they were just... Agreed. Doing things other people wouldn't. They, I mean, the, the. Uh, I was looking at the brochure for it the other day. Um, it, it came up on. Uh, let, let me just find it actually, uh, for for the XR and it, and it's and this is and I, and I quote this is what the brochure said. I'm just looking there. There are two Figaro's actually on car sales at the moment. Um, one's twenty five grand. You think, cool, okay, well, that's a bit. Well, you know, that's getting up there. Uh, and then the, the other one is forty one thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, Oh, for a figure. <laughs> that's that's insanity. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Here's the ad. Uh, it says it's a coupe, it's a Targa, it's a Cabrio. The new Nissan XR 1.8 uh, isn't your ordinary sports coupe. It's it's also a Targa and a Cabriolet f- uh, for the wind and hair driving. It's three models in one potent package. It's a street smart 1.8 fuel injected twin cam, a 16 valve performance at your local disc. Um, dealing out it's out of the ordinary and out of sight was what was what they ended with uh nissan know how uh, they they knew what they were and plus you can add on to that which which because i don't think we got the sports back here as an option i think that they, they were all uh if correct me if i'm wrong like they just imported parts from 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 um i mean david you you'd you know, you know this better than, better than I it certainly wasn't sold by the dealer but you could order you could order this the, the back yeah but yeah i've seen oh literally a handful yeah in even when they were new, they, it was uh, from memory. It was really expensive, mm. you know. Like the car was fifteen grand, and the and, and the the back was like four grand on top of that sort of thing. So it was it was massively expensive from memory. But again, which, you go go. Oh, I was just say which automatically you know, makes it a pretty rare bird because people aren't right. going to cop that sort of. <clears throat> it's like Honda putting um, the um, accessory Type R wheels. Um, fifteen. The set was fifteen thousand dollars plus tires, I think, for the the price of a Jazz, basically. So surprisingly, they didn't sell very many sets of them. Yeah, I wouldn't have bought a set. <laughs> no. no. I, I know in the states, Ford um, with the Mustang, uh, they actually buy wheels from here from a place called Carbon, Carbon Revolution in, I believe they're in Geelong, for memory. Oh, okay. They, they make a twenty or fifteen thousand dollar US set of carbon fiber wheels. Um, wow. and, and they come standard on the GD350R um, and the option on, on everything else. So if you, if you want them, it's, it's pretty much you're buying an, another Mustang, a V6 Mustang <laughs> there for, wow. for, for, the, for the price of those wheels. But, but yeah, uh, back to the wonderful and cheerful 80s, gentlemen. Scotty Doe, what's, up, what's happening with you in your, in your world of 80s weirdness? Uh, so I was thinking of a couple. So I've got, I think, the Renault 5 Turbo. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Good choice. Um, I think that's is absolutely crazy to get that to be engineered. The amount of work that's put into it to move it, the engine to the back, 
Um, yeah, there's a lot went into that. Pretty crazy looking car for the time. Um, so I rate that one. And my other one I've got here is the Lamborghini LM002. <laughs> that beast. Yeah. Thing. That, yeah, is, that is one of the best cars ever. That is just, that's 80s. Isn't that that's, just... Um, I just realised it's Dodge in the 80s. It is, yeah. It's just, yeah. Let's put a V12 in it. Why not? <laughs> I've, I've said it for years. That is that is Arnie, like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a in a car in car yeah. form. That is just that is that car. No, 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 no. Arnie in car form is a Hummer H1. Because <laughs> the Hummer H1 shits all over the LM002. Nah, see, I don't just think in so. Sheer size. In size, yeah. size, I agree with size. The H1 is where it's at. But I love the LM002. Now, interesting fact about the LM002, they only make the tires for that car, like they only, they, they only make them every few years. So like they, they only make it like a, like a little batch of them. Like a batch, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, and um, they're pretty much impossible to get. And if you want to get a set, guess how much they are? I know uh, they're stupid expensive. $20,000. So... <laughs> So wow. that's why that's why a lot of people with them uh, will have the original wheels they take them off and put it aftermarket set on so they can actually get tires for it. Um, wow, which is which is which is kind of just out outlandish, crazy, but but definitely um, I think one of the weirder and wonderful more wonderful cars of the eighties. That's that's a great big, uh, wow. Mister Mister uh, De Giorgio. I thought about it for a little while, and the, what what look, I'm not going to say. They were fantastic cars. But just the weirdness of 80s American classics. Mm-hmm. When they tried to bring back the Camaros and the Mustangs and all that. Honestly, I just found them just interesting, but in a weird way. Mm. I agree like, with you there. Because they, they were trying to bring like everything into the new age, but not having the technology to do it. So you think Camaros, it's like all V8s and stuff. Um, same as the Mustangs, and they were coming out with six cylinders and four they, cylinders. They, they, they yeah, four, yeah, there's four cylinders too. Um, if I remember correctly, I think it was Dodge. They had, I can't remember what it was, the actual model, but they had four cylinders coming out, and they're calling them the RT. Mm. Um, yep. I can't think of the model. I know all I know is it's like a little hatchback thing. Oh, oh it was a Charger. That's what it was. Sorry. They had, the Omni, they had the Omni as well. Omni G L H S goes like goes like or something or yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They, were, they were pretty pretty crazy there. They, it was it, I remember now, it was the Charger. Oh yeah. They were, they were trying to bring out the Charger RT to try and continue it on. But as I said, it was like a hatchback thing. It was just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> See, I, I, I find American eighties cars like uh, I, I they were trying to come back. This is actually a really cool story that, that you've just that you've just linked us with Scotty. Was it you, Scotty? Yeah, I, I didn't know. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, I was reading up on it a little while ago, um, and so, I was reading about Shelby. It was just nuts. Yeah, they they <laughs> they did some weird stuff because like Shelby and Ford were kind of see you later by that point, and Dodge took on Shelby. And she was like, "Well, why don't we just turbo that?" <laughs> and that's essentially what everything they, they did was 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 pretty much just, just stupidly. But I, I think that they, especially in the states, after the seventies, creating such land yacht, just forgettable cars because they were so restricted from the gas crisis, um, that they were trying to come back with you know cool cars. And they were having to compete because 
they were having to compete with really cool Japanese cars at the time. And Japanese turbo technology and stuff were really, really coming out, coming out in leaps and bounds. Now, you, now you got to remember, the AW11 MR2, its competition was a Pontiac Fiero, which a lot of people tend, uh, tend, to, tend to really forget. The Fiero yeah. is like the best car in the world. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> I, I, I would happily rock a, like a, a later Fiero GT um, with, with the V6. I think, I think that'd be it. <laughs> the only good Fiero that ever came out is currently in the Fast and the Furious trailer, number nine, because they strap a rocket to it. So uh, it's supposed to be on fire. Uh, I, I saw one today, which was a Lamborghini Diablo kit car, and that was pretty hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> I'll have to find you that. But yeah, the, the, they, were, they were doing some weird, weird cars in the 80s. But I, I I will agree with you. I agree with you on that. But the Japanese were just. This is I think this is the time where they just were like, well, we're going to stand up and be be accounted for. And again, like AW11 MR2. The reason why I love that car so much is just because it's like a, it's a it's a it's a box of wedge, isn't it? Yeah, uh, absolutely. The interior is wedgy. The, the everything about it is just a box of wedge. Pop up headlights, and if you know you had pop up headlights, you were cool. And that's yep. uh, that's uh, the Celicus too. Absolutely, the Celicus is really too. nice. David, David likes Salikas from the eighties, don't you? Don't you? I do. Give me, I'd, I'd take an uh, SX Salik eighty six. Yep, twin cam. Uh, twin cam, um, beautiful. Three SGE. You would, you would happily have one of those. I'd happily have one of those. I do happily have an eighty six Honda Integra with pop up headlights. Ooh, that's cool. That's very cool. I'm, Anything with pop up headlights, it's just. It, it's well, that's the thing. <laughs> Even Accord, Accords in the eighties had a pop up headlights too. Yeah. From from eighty six on. Actually, what car with pop up headlights was terrible? Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to think. I, I can't believe it. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before, unless I just say it in my own head. But <laughs> as soon as you got pop up headlights, the car's cool. And there's no bad. Car that's got pop up headlights. Awesome. You know that, I like your thinking. You know that you said an 85 Integra yours is yet, um, David? 80, 87 mine is actually. Yeah, but first gen. But yeah, it was such a good looking car. Like it, it, I think that car, it, it would still look new in the late 90s. Like it, it was, it aged really well, that car. It certainly did. And it's, yeah, I, it's always been still my Honda bias aside, it's still, I think, one of the most integrated, pretty designs to come out of Japan in the 80s. It's Absolutely. Proportionally, it's it's just just right. Actually, at Sakura the other day, we also had, and it was designed in the 80s, it wasn't released till 1990, but we had an original first-gen NSX along as well. Now, that doesn't look like a 30-year-old car. That doesn't satisfy the weird car criteria of the 80s. <laughs> I wouldn't call it weird. But we've, we've graduated a bit onto cool as well, so that fits in there, I think. But yeah, I, I think that's that's definitely one of the one of the premier cars from to come out of the eighties. Really, like it's just it's it's still it's like looking at that car. I mean, that car was stunning. I don't was was that all original? Was that like original paint, or was that that was that like? A... I well, it's original to how he got it, and it's um he we, it only went on club plates on Friday, so it's a yeah. fairly new toy. <laughs> but it's got a complete history. It's a UK car, so it's got a complete history from new, and the, there were lots of. Um, emails and videos and and correspondence between the owner and the, the guy that bought it so yeah I, i'd be inclined to think that's a pretty original one i just remembered a weird one it does c4 corvette c4 corvette yeah i, I will yeah. agree with you with that. that was a supercar of the time it was running with the was it diablo that was out at that point 
or the Kuntas, one of them, um, but the, had it running against them. And the whole pop-up headlight assembly of them was just weird. It's like, it wouldn't just pop up, it was just like flip around. It was, it was a flip headlight. It was a flip headlight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I love them. And especially their, if I remember correctly, I think it's a 186 horsepower motor. Yeah, big engine, not a lot of power. <laughs> 350 Chev. But that's because they were um, starting off trying to figure out how to run uh, fuel injection. It was one of the first ones ever to come out, which was... was Crossfire injection, I believe they called it. Uh, emissions yeah. laws and everything too. Throttle point or something like that. Uh, um, uh, it, was, it was something weird. Mr. But... Mr. Prince, that is beautiful. Pretty right, nice, isn't it? This is the first time I've ever seen your car. Like, I've never seen this one before. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. You need a driver that. I would love a driver that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I, I remember going. I remember going in 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 one. It was the it would the Rover one was a couple of years later, wasn't it? Was that based off the same shape? It was the same shape, uh, but only a five door. The the Rover came in, same mechanicals and everything. Um, yeah, twin cam, one point six injected. Yep. Yeah, that's when Honda were full on in into their their race car technology and uh, well, not a race car, still a very competent, very nice car to drive. That one's at sixty six thousand k's from new. Wow! All, all you need to do now is take out the one point six and put a better one point six in. <laughs> Some uh, people a... might do that. I'm not one of those people. Though. <laughs> I've, I've got a question for you, Mister Prince. Um, what old lady did you steal this off? Like this? Thing, is I didn't it... steal it off any old lady. I. I I bought it from an old lady, but I didn't steal it from her. <laughs> it is, it is like legit beautiful. Like this is a really nice example. That is, that's so nice. Um, it, yeah, and thankfully she bought a manual. So yes. you know, bless her socks. Back then, so um, yeah, that was a that was a win, and that's a keeper. That one's not going anywhere for the absolutely, time. Absolutely, absolutely. Getting back on weird cars from the eighties. <laughs> So, so, so we've talked about the Vortex. We've talked about the Renault Five Turbo. That's that's definitely that's definitely up there for being for being a weird one. Now, I was having a look earlier, and some cars I forgot about. Like you're right, like with the, mentioning earlier about the, about the Nimbus and stuff. That was just that was just a weird car that that came into. I mean, that car kind of created its own little segment, didn't it? Absolutely. So basically, some of the, some some other weird cars from that. Do you guys remember the the Renault Fuego? Indeed. That was a weird-looking car. Very French. Very French. But from memory, that was the first car to have like a remote button lock or something. Was that yeah, they called it Le Plip. They called it Le Plip. <laughs> Le Plip. <laughs> um, yeah, there are a few odd things about that car. It also had um, Michelin TRX alloy wheels. So the only tyres you could get to fit those alloy wheels were Michelin TRX tyres. Really. Yeah, yeah. So there've been two cars in the '80s that had those tyres. The other one was the '82, and I can't remember which E it is. E twenty? No, can't remember. But the five two eight I BMW that came out in '82. That, that was the executive model had a sixteen inch alloy, I think. And they that was they that was the other car that had Michelin TRX wheels. That's why to find the wheels nowadays would be very very hard because they haven't made Michelin TRX tyres for many, many years. And that's why you rarely see a Fuego with the original wheels on it. Yeah, because, well, you're not going to be able you to drive. Tires for them. Yeah. <laughs> so so no, no other tyre can fit on that wheel. Basically, that's right, yes. That's nuts. Yeah. 
Well, I, I don't know how they got away with that. That's actually they may, there may well be a you know reproduction one going around now, but certainly that's what spelt the end of all the all the uh, the original wheels for those cars. I was I was thinking Lagonda, but that came out in the seventies. So that's right. Yeah, I, I looked at the same one. Yeah. <laughs> the um, yeah, that was the uh, yeah. I think they came out about seventy seven, seventy eight. Yeah, but yeah, just just weird designs from from the eighties that were like just super duper eighties. Like as, as you say, guys, these are ty- these are the type of cars that you wouldn't be able to get like any anymore. So I I I definitely think that. It, it, it was one of those eras where you, you you just never you just never going to get a car like that again. Here's one for you. What about the uh, W124 Hammer with that massive you know, body kit and just I know it was a 124, but like being done by AMG, it was it just looked stupid. But that, that was but that was the whole idea of the 80s, right? Like, Wait, just, are you talking about the black Mercedes that has that big wing on it? No, it didn't have a wing. The um, the Merc. okay. No, I'm thinking of a different one. Then. That's like, the um, 190E Evolution 2. Evolution 2, yeah. yeah has a weird nice re- rear wing on it. I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's something that could have only gotten been gotten away then. But here's one for, for our United States viewers. Um, Buick in the 80s were known to be owned by, well, your your grandmother and your grandfather, that that uh, that conservative just, just, drove, just drove a Buick, you know, just because it worked. Um, support support Morica, but they decided to come out with what most people call Darth Vader. Um, now, this car was it, the reason why I'm putting it in there. It's it's because it looks ridiculous. Like it's just black on black on black on black. And you um, put it in there because of the motor too. But the motor was a was a never late in the 3.8 V6, turbocharged. Was faster than the Corvette of its time. The, I think it was the fastest G- American car at the time. GMX Regal. Yes, uh, oh. uh, that is, and they're Can't worth do that to me. They are worth very good money now, and I think they are I one of the. Them. They're one of the. It's a car that shouldn't have existed. Like, let's mm-hmm. be honest. That. that uh, so you know, fun fact about it, yeah. Yeah. GM bought it. So that motor that's in it is mm-hmm. the Buick uh, 3.8 that came out in the VNs to VPs and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. GM got that motor from Holden. Uh, when they were starting to develop it and tried it out in the Buick GMX to see if they could actually turbo it. All right. They realized how well the turbo would work, that they would lose sales in the V8s, so they didn't put it in production. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Okay. The VN was actually supposed to come out as a turbo. Oh, I didn't know that. As in, not the SS, I can't remember what model it was, but I know that they were looking into it to put the 3.8 turbo out there. And then, because it was going to be quicker than the SS, they're like, yeah, no. Imagine how popular it would be now. Oh, yeah. You got VL turbos and then VN turbos kicking around. (laughs) (laughs) They were honestly one of the quickest cars around just because of the torque factor that they could put out. They were a very fast car. And reliable. Yeah, they they were were quite reliable. Yeah. Here's another one, guys, which we're forgetting. Uh, Mr. John DeLorean started a, <laughs> a little company, and he brought For stainless a, steel. He, he just started the company to make stainless steel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he brought out a car known as the DMC Twelve. Uh, and the DMC Twelve, uh, well, 
it was known to be not great. Let's be honest. Uh, it it <laughs> well, looked no. There is a way to make it great, and a lot of people have been doing it lately. LS what? That that is true. <laughs> yeah. uh, however, which would actually, if if the, if I was the LS swap on, I'd, I'd love it because um, that that Renault derived V6 is not a good engine. But it got famous from obviously a pretty crappy movie that no one no one really talks about. You know, that no, one's ever, <laughs> well, no one's ever heard. I do agree with you. I think it's called "To the Future and Back," possibly, but maybe. <laughs> uh, but but I, I mean, nobody's seen that movie at all. Like it, it's 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 got no one uh, in it. Art House. Um, yeah, yeah. They made uh, three of them for some reason. Straight 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 to VHS. Straight to VHS. <laughs> the, the I haven't seen them. You haven't seen them. I refuse to watch them. Why? Wow. Just not interested. Wow! How do you kick him from? How do you kick him from this chat? (laughs) (laughs) I tried to watch the first one and I couldn't do it. But dude, they're phenomenal. In saying that, one of my mates is mad into Back to the Future, and there's a DeLorean in Melbourne, which is made to look like the Back to the Future car. Yeah, I've seen it. I got him an hour ride in that. That's sick. So wow. for his birthday, so when he goes and does that, he's got the puffy jacket already. <laughs> We're trying to make a hoverboard for him as well. <laughs> so that's cool. He's, he's getting ready for it. I actually sat in that car a few years ago because uh, McHappy Day at, at the the Mac is near uh, near my house. They they had they had a big day and and they invited that car there. And I'm like, holy crap, it's the DeLorean. And then I was like, "Holy crap! It's the Back to the Future DeLorean." So then I, 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 I had the double take, and I had the had the Mattel hover hoverboard and everything in it. Oh, I was awesome. I got the signal. I'm like, "This is sick." I'm like, "This is actually this is really cool." But that's definitely one of the, one of the more weirder cars from from that period. Absolutely. Oh, there's one that you're forgetting. Tell one me. of the best Utes ever to come out. Tell me. Dodge Rampage. Dodge Rampage, yes. That, that Four cylinder front wheel drive. <laughs> definitely weird. Definitely, definitely weird car. I thought we were yeah. still on the Nissan, uh, the um, 80s. I thought you were going to say Nissan the Ute. Ah, uh, yes. No, well, that, that was a good dog. <laughs> that, 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 I, I want to buy one of those one day. Dude, you, find one. you do realize like, it is essentially an XF. It, it's just, it, no, it's no, 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 okay. No, this is like saying that a Toyota Lexan. It's a Commodore, okay? It has a Toyota badge. Leave it at that. The I, Ford has a Nissan badge. That's a Nissan. As much as, much as I want to take your statement and, and throw them back at you, I, 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 I can't be bothered because it's just too much work. No, look, if you go onto Vic Roads or whatever it is, okay, so if you've got the Nissan Ute here, okay, and you put it into Vic Roads, it's under Nissan. It's not under Ford. Same as the Toyota Lexan. It's under Toyota, not Holden. What about the um, Renault Alpine from the uh, was this, is it the A one one zero from the from the eighties? Uh, was that eighties or seventies? That, that might have been seventies, or as it the A one thirty? Or I'll just put I'll run Alpine from the eighties. Oh no, I, saw, I know the one you mean. Sorry, yes, yeah, the second yeah. gen one. Yeah. gen one. Yeah, it's such a weird looking with the car. plexiglass front on it, trying yeah. to emulate a Daytona. Yeah, yeah. No. It was such a weird looking car, and then they, and then they, then they kind of went to the, they, they after they facelifted it, made it a little bit less angry, and it made it look even worse. I was like, what were they thinking? <laughs> yeah, no, they're yeah. a pretty weird thing. They are definitely a weird thing. Um, I mean, the, the French have done weird cars for a long time, though, haven't they? Like the 
did you reckon that they just go out of the way to, to be to be weird? Um, or, or they just look at other designs and be like, ah, we we can do it better. I think I think it started with innovation. I mean, you look at cars like the, the yes. Light Fifteen. Well, even before that, the Light Fifteen, the traction of Avant. You know, the um, the first mass-produced front-wheel drive car. I think that was in the world. Um, that's a stunning bit of kit then, and I mean they still look awesome. But but so far ahead of their time, as was the DS after it. But yeah, something happened along the way, and they just became sort of quirky. I think for quirky sake, it's a sweeping generalisation, of course. But I had, I worked on a um, nearly new Peugeot not that long ago and had to move it. And it's like the steering wheel is like a go kart steering wheel. They've got the tiniest little steering wheels in them now. That cuts right across the instruments, actually. In yeah. The, the one I was driving, don't know if I had to adjust it correctly, but it was comfortable for me. But I still couldn't read the instruments. So well, you are you are spot on about that. A lot of people are complaining. Even even on even on Top Gear, they were complaining. I remember years ago, like like the, the top of the wheel cuts off the tack, cuts off the speed. Like who the, who the hell signed off on this car? Yeah. 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 No. Weird. Weird. Here's one for you. Subaru Brat. It's a car that couldn't exist today because those seats in the back would not be legal. <laughs> not in a million years. Well, the Brumby here, as 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 we as as we had them, uh, but I would happily own a Brumby. I reckon it's it's just one of those cool cars from the eighties that, that 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 are weird. Like, it is a weird car. Like like everybody that I, I know that's had a had a had a Brumby, they said it's a toy. We don't really use it to carry anything in the back of. So that was uh, that was definitely definitely a cool thing from from, from the eighties. But th- yeah, there were some some weird 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 cars from the eighties. If you had to pick the weirdest car out of, out of our list, what would it be? You can't say just one. Everything's weird for their own reason. Some are weird because of how they look. Some are weird because where they were made and how they were made. Some are weird because of the engines that were in them. So I'd probably be leaning towards ones that. David has the Figaro and the S Cargo because during that time, yeah, there's a lot of weird cars, but they still had that boxy look. Mm-hmm. So if you think for the time in the eighties, you're used to that boxy look and all of a sudden these weird shaped, you know, uh, curved ones like the Figaro, you know, completely yeah. weird and out there. And then the S Cargo from nowhere with just, I don't know what the hell you'd even use it for. Yeah. Other than carrying like promotional purposes, I think. <laughs> yeah, or or carrying um, you know, like large large trees. You could fit yep, like a yep. two meter tree in there if you want. <laughs> Perhaps they came with a sunroof. You could order a sunroof in those. Oh, so yeah, you had limited headroom in that. Yeah, it's just yeah, just, it's just so crazy out there and ticked off. Like, yep, that's what we want. <laughs> I was going to say that I thought the AZ1 was early 90s. It is early 90s. Um, yeah. But that, that, that we should do a 90s one because there were some weird cars in the 90s oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Which I think we'll do. We can, we can discuss next week. But the, the AZ1 at uh, Sakura Picnic, actually, Daniel's car is, is, is pretty amazing. And to see it in the flesh, you, you sort of really get a grasp of how, how low and how small they are. I mean, yeah, I've just, seen, I've just seen pictures of it. Oh, it's, it's incredible. So I saw a, back on the road. I saw a Honda Beat, a green one, not too long ago. Yeah, they're tiny. I was like, I didn't really realize how small they were. I'm like, this is a tiny little toy. This is a small car. Yep. Well, they're they're all within millimeters of each other because that's the that was the the restrictions back then for K cars. They couldn't be any bigger, so they pushed them out to within you know a couple of millimeters at the extreme, as they do now. I mean, all the all the current 
crop are, are still size limited, but the size has crept up. So, yeah, um, you know, any any um, the N one's the same size as a um, Suzuki Alto, and, and, and all the, the ones that all the current K cars are the same size. They've got to be under three point four meters long and one point five meters wide. So that's not a big footprint, really. No. I mean, some K trucks we haven't really talked about from from the '80s as well. Like, there's some weird, some some weird stuff from the from the '80s. But a, a lot of it was like Japan had some weird cars in the '70s too. Like that they had, like like they had the. Um, I don't think you can be specific about decades. I don't think with. with oh. the <laughs> <laughs> I think Honda it continues today. <laughs> Honda had one. Was it? It, it, it's like, it was. It was like a, it was like a little. It looked like the. Um, Volkswagen thing. Yeah, Vamos. Vamos, that's it. Vamos, yeah. that's the one. That was, yeah, that's a, that's a weird car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's certainly out. The same engine as the Scan, basically, the 360. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And Tiny, if I can find the photo, I'll send you one. Send you the photo of that. But, yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. There's one in South Australia in 100 bits, and, and my crazy mate, the other David that you you've met, Maddie, he uh, he keeps threatening to buy one and bring it out. But like all things, air on the rise in Japan. To find a decent one of those now is pretty hard. There's a pretty they're very popular over there as a classic Japanese car. All oh, right, it's like a Hatsu Midget. There's yeah, been a midget, yeah, similar sort of thing. Yeah, but they they just create cars that you didn't even into the nineties and the two thousands. I mean the Suzuki X. 90 remember this yeah it was the same in the front and back yeah 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 those sort of things i wonder if there are any of those for sale (laughs) (laughs) uh well pick we gotta pick we gotta pick one gentleman if we have to buy one which one are we gonna own wait so can we buy and modify sure i'll (laughs) let you have it i'll let you have that okay well i've had my heart set and doing something for a while and it's more just when the time's right, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to buy an 89 Toyota Lexan. I want to put a 7M GTE in it. Wait, 89? And a TRD livery. Did they, did they have Lexan? came out. Yeah, I just looked it up before. Oh, yeah, it must, must be a real early one because that's with VN. Yeah, a really that. early ones, but yeah, yeah I want one. <laughs> I reckon that would be one of the funnest things to do. That would be hilarious, actually. That would be quite funny. <laughs> For me, uh, oh, jeez. I, I like a Nissan Pal. I reckon they're, they're kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if, I, if that'd be, if that'd be the one, I, that'd be the one I'd, 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 I'd own. Oh, jeez. There's just so many, there's so many to choose from. But yeah, it, probably, probably, probably a Nissan Pal. Uh, I, I kind of like them. Well, I, I think for pure 80s-ness, I can just see the shoulder pads and the disc ball from here that it'd have to be vortex vortex yeah yeah i mean for, for me that's the that's the obvious one i was like yeah i'll, I'll go vortex but you know I'll, I'll mix it up a bit but definitely glad you took the vortex it's just it's probably the most 80s weirdest car ever made hands down yeah. that car i'd have to agree i think that wins scotty porsche 930 turbo <laughs> <laughs> the, the window <laughs> It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it, it, it is weird. It is. It is weird. Well, gentlemen, we are out of time. It's always an honor and a pleasure to do the show with you guys. Oh, it was good fun. Uh, yep, David, definitely good fun. Uh, congratulations on winning the winning the car quiz. Oh, thank you. Um, very much. Scotty, you can uh, you can plug Scott Snitches if you want. 
Is it running well? Is it? Yeah. Anything? I haven't fixed the punch yet, so the punch is the. the uh, okay. I got to fix that. So, so you, you didn't snitch to 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 thing. So you you didn't do a good job today, but. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and uh, to, to our listeners at home. Uh, like and share our Facebook page, it's Car Talk TRQA. With Money Journey, if you missed any previous episodes, they're all up on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting out. So don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to Car Talk. Thank you, Adrian. Hang, hang on, hang on. I've got something to announce. Ooh, Adrian, I'm scared. All right, Jesus Christ. Take him off before you know, we're done. Saturday, the 5th of June. All right, it's going to mm-hmm. be from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We have a car show. Oh, Autobahn Craigie Van. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah it's going to be nice. first in, best dressed, as in for parking spaces, because I don't have a lot. I've got about 30 spots. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main thing is we have trophies. We have some show bags that I'm in the middle of organizing. So we have a lot of stuff. It is going to be there. What was the date? So, uh, the 5th of June. Which 5th is of June? Sunday. What yep. time? Uh, 10 a.m. to 5 is the actual car show, but if you want a good spot, come around 9. Okay. Um, and then we'll bump everybody in, and then we just go you know, throughout the day. Um, whoever wants to leave or stay, they can go as well. Um, we have a KFC next door, so you can get fed. <laughs> um, but yeah no just thought i would let everybody know so you know you're all welcome to come down um bring some nice cars as i said we have trophies i'll uh, i'll be there that's there nice. a theme or is it just cool cars um no just whatever you want i've got oh, i think there's about eight or nine different trophies um that i've got i can't remember i've got to go uh, pull them out of storage um, but there's like best Aussie, there's JDM, I think there's Euro, um, Hot Rod, um, there's like best paints. There's just a whole heap of them. Awesome, dude. So, um, yeah. Very cool. I want to see you all, all there. That's exactly it. Well, we will be there. Gentlemen, we have to go. We are getting kicked out of the studio. Um, oh. I thank you for your, your, your work today and I will see you next time. Take it easy. Take care, guys. Bye. See ya.